Well, we're going to speak about coffee more broadly. I've had like a very long relationship with coffee and this might, this might really stun some people listening to the podcast. Oh, I'm scared. I think I started drinking coffee in like the second grade. Oh, uh... (laughs) so why? (laughs) So what did you have to do then that would warrant that? What tasks did you have at eight years old? Maybe not the same. (laughs) Actually, maybe it was. I don't know. Manic. Pixie. Jump scare. Hosted by Quinn Murphy. And Becca Hobart. Hi. Hi. We're Quinn. And we're Becca. And welcome to Manic Pixie Jump Scare, a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions, passions, and, and love for, for each, each other. Oh, hmm. very nice. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Becca. Wow. So here we are. Here we come again. Mm-hmm. And today we're doing something a little different. Oh, what's that? Because you guys know by now, Becca and I are going to keep you on your toes if it's one thing we're going to do. So as promised, all the way back in our third episode, if you can use your little pea brain to remember back that far. Try so hard. Try. (laughs) Try try super hard (laughs) now. Um, Becca and I made this little thing called the stand list. Mm -hmm. And... Something Becca and I have always been really excited about is to kind of, you know, mint each stand list entry with its own little episode where we yeah. do a little deep dive into that thing. Mm-hmm. And so today is going to be our first stand list deep dive. Yeah, because we love learning. We love getting mm-hmm. bigger brains. Yeah. We try so hard. We try, mm-hmm. try, try, try so hard to grasp things, actually. Yeah. And understand things. Because that is one of the more difficult aspects of life. To learn things we didn't even know about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly, (laughs) exactly. You actually just learned, figured out how to do via. Yes, documentary. (laughs) Via documentary. (laughs) So that's so fascinating. Yeah. Um, And so in the pursuit of knowledge, Mm -hmm. today, Becca and I are going to embark on the stand list deep dives, which is like a little mini series, I guess. Or not mini, because there's going to be. If we get to all of them, they're going to be like 40. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so, I would just call it a subplot. Yeah, a subplot of the podcast, really. Yeah. And so we are planning for now to go in order in which the items were presented. And so that mm-hmm. means up on the docket, we have cold brew. Yes. So bravely placed there by my good friend, Becca. So bold, so brave. And so in this kind of first part of the podcast we want to give you all a background on how we approach our relationship with a particular entry if that makes sense and so becca what is your relationship to cold brew well great question obviously as the person who entered it as the first item on the stand list it means a lot to me Mm -hmm. um i recall maybe claiming that we wouldn't have marriage equality without it you know that's all up in the air yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um you know I'm not gonna go back on that but I'm not gonna double down Mm -hmm. either no you can't um what I will say is that cold brew is really important to me I drink Mm -hmm. I (laughs) I drink it every day usually um if I'm if I can because um, it is something I now uh, is part of my routine is mm-hmm. like also making cold brew. Um, but yeah, I think the first time I had it was in the summer of 2018 Okay, when I was switching from iced coffee to cold brew finally, mm. because I found out that it, the reason, okay, I Googled what drink at Starbucks has the most caffeine because i was interested and (laughs) beside the blonde roast which is the hot the largest amount of caffeine for the hot beverages really it is yeah because okay isn't this interesting i'll tell you right now you Uh would think a dark roast has more has more caffeine yeah but because when 
so the dark roast is roasted longer, obviously, mm-hmm. and that makes the beans darker. More of the flavor and the caffeine comes out during the roasting process. Mm-hmm. So when you roast it for a smaller amount of time and you get the lighter beans, the blonde roast, mm-hmm. there's more caffeine and more flavor in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. in the bean. And that's a science um, lesson with Becca. Yeah. And thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I remember from working at Starbucks for like a year <laughs> is uh, how much caffeine is everything. Um, but yeah, so I was like, oh, I guess I'll try that because it has way more caffeine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's obviously also the nitro cold brew, yes. which I haven't really seen many other places other than Starbucks, to be honest. Trader um, Joe's has them. Really slay. I've seen yeah. a lot of canned, like canned ones at mm-hmm. grocery stores, yeah. but not really like if you walk into a cafe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love the flavor so much mm-hmm. and it really, I don't know, just did it for me. Yeah. And something I love is just having a treat. And to me, and cold brew is a treat. Yeah. Yeah. It's a treat. It's a little fucking treat for when I go and get. <laughs> Sorry, I Got scared you. Like a a little bit there. <laughs> I'm just, I just have to say it. I'm justifying my little treats because sometimes when I go and do my errands, I need a little treat. And no, so I have to spend, I have to spend $7 on a venti. My friend Annie said recently, like, I can't get through my day unless there's like a little treat at the end of it. Oh, yeah. Like, what's the day for? Literally. <laughs> How am I get supposed to live in this world if not for yeah. a treat? <laughs> um, treat. Wait, yeah. okay. So that's kind of your relationship with cold brew. I, yeah. since, because coffee, yeah, more broadly, was on my stand list and it was the first thing that got the boot. Spooted, because, yeah. You know, it would have been a little redundant. So yeah. what was your relationship with coffee kind of more broadly before you understood what cold brew was? Again, great question from you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, what a great question because you make me think and I have to go, oh my God, I have to find an answer. And what I will say is I remember in high school, like I would get Duncan every once in a while, like with mm-hmm. your friends before school, you know, Yeah. but it was not something that I needed every day. Mm-hmm. And it was really the summer um, of 2018 that I started drinking iced coffee so much mm-hmm. because my best friend, Lauren, she really turned me on to that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, listen, we got to go to Starbucks and get our iced coffee. So I was like, okay. I'm hearing you out and I'm with you. Also, something about the iced coffee is that if you don't ask for it not to come with classic syrup, it automatically comes with pumps of classic syrup. And that was also the summer after I was just diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. So iced coffee was really not good for me because I didn't know that there was about like 50 carbs of sugar in an iced coffee. Wait, they just put, they just put... They just put it in, even if you don't order it. Yeah. That's psychotic. I know it's rude. Especially with people like nice. literally walking around with diabetes. Like what? Yeah. Like how are you going to do that? Yeah, literally. So there, I mean, they train people now to be like, to ask like, did you want the classic syrup in that? Pro. But when you mobile order, it doesn't tell you that. And it's classic syrup, just like sugar. Yeah. It's liquid okay. sugar. Just liquid sugar. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's really not nice when you do that. And cold mm-hmm. brew doesn't have that. So I was like, okay, that's also better. Um, but yeah. And then in college, I was also drinking like hot coffee every day. So it really was like a college thing pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always enjoyed it. I was never like a Frappuccino girl mm-hmm. or like anything like that. Um, but yeah. And I enjoy all temperatures of coffee, but I just really prefer cold brew. Mm-hmm. But I know, I know your journey is a little different. Yeah. So do you want to speak on that and your journey, you know? Well, we're going to speak about coffee more broadly. I've had like a very long relationship with coffee and this might, this might really stun some people listening to the podcast. Oh, I'm scared. I think I started drinking coffee in like the second grade. Oh, uh... (laughs) so why? (laughs) So what did you have to do then that would warrant that? What tasks did you have maybe at eight the years old? Maybe not the same. <laughs> Actually, maybe it was. I don't know. Um, 
but wait, second grade, that means my brother, it was probably after, it was probably later than second grade. It was probably like third, fourth, fifth grade. But I think I was in elementary school when I started drinking coffee. And basically, so my brother is three and a half years older than me. And my mom would take my brother to school because his school started about an hour earlier than mine did. And on the way back, she would stop at Wawa, which I mean, everybody knows about Wawa, but East Coast coded um, outside Uh of Philly, especially coded. Um, Mm. And so there was a French listener. It's basically a gas station with products inside you can buy and eat. Yes. But like, (laughs) but just like, you know, elevated. Yeah, yeah. Especially now. Wawa's are like Apple stores now. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> well. <laughs> they're, they're losing the plot a little bit. But, you know. Um. Sure, sure, sure. I'll anyway. let you get away with that. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom would stop at Wawa every morning. And then somewhere along the lines, I just started, I tried her coffee one time. And I guess I must asked her, like, hey, can you buy me coffee when you go? And she was like, Sure. And so she would, buy, oh. she would buy me like a little 12 ounce thing of coffee, like the little mini cups. Um, wow. Yeah. And I would fully drink those before going to school. <laughs> My teachers Every would wonder day? why I talked a lot in class. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> How? <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine. Also, okay, that fully proves coffee does not stun, not stun your growth. growth. <laughs> no, wait, no. I think about I yeah, I think oh about God. that. Also, what if it does? And you could have been taller. Like, what if I would have been like six, seven, six, eight? And no, we'll never know. Yeah. No, I think no. it's fine though because anything over six four is weird. Yeah. It, it starts to awkward. get a little weird. Yeah. And I already hit my head on so many things <laughs> that it wouldn't. <laughs> You're over six four. You're weird. Wait, it's like uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable a little bit how yeah. tall those people are. And I'm um, sorry to like the five of my cousins that are taller than that listening. Uh, if yeah. you are, because I have tall family, as probably do you. Yeah. Yeah. I had, yeah. So, so in conclusion, so I'm an interesting <laughs> case in the caffeine stunting growth debate, but you should definitely be studied and your brain should be studied. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. I, I should be studied. Um, and I believe I will be one day the archive I'm like leaving behind like I think yeah. about that like my journals like all my journal with like the extensive journaling I've been doing in this period of my life and being like this is crazy yeah. like if I ever become famous a lot of people are gonna get mad at some of the things I wrote <laughs> um I can't wait to read I'm gonna steal them from you probably when I'm like 75 <laughs> but anyway so then I started I was definitely brewing coffee like at home oh and this was another thing because my parents, my parents are both coffee drinkers, of course. Um, yeah. And they taught me how to like make the coffee. Like in like, we used to have like a little like, like pot of coffee and they taught me how yeah. to make it. And so I could, because I would like, I got up really early as a kid. Yeah. Like I just loved being up early as a child. Um, and so I would be like the first one in the house up. And so they taught me how to make coffee. So coffee was ready when they came down in the morning. Oh my God. <laughs> like your little henchman. I can't, oh, I can't even, like literally. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Like yeah. if I was like sleeping over at your house as your, one of your parents' friends and I woke up in the child. <laughs> child I'm bringing a cup call, of coffee to you yeah literally breakfast in bed Very a little nice. a little napkin draped over my arm and the service here is great honey <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah I and I was drinking coffee like at home yeah I I drank coffee I, I drink coffee every day I have I have a pretty severe caffeine dependency do you um, usually drink like one cup every day and that's like it or I've been I've been kind of I've been kind of bad with like my consumption like Mm. especially over especially over um like senior year really like I was 
I was just pumping myself full of caffeine. Like my days became when I'm, when is my next source of caffeine coming? Like I need it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would drink like, I don't know. It would depend. I don't, was I drinking two coffees and like a soda at the end and like a soda somewhere in the day? I don't know. There were definitely days where that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am very much like a, I am a two coffee a day type girl, but um, I, I don't know. It just kind of depends, especially with my lifestyle yeah. now, but uh, most, most of like my coffee consuming life, I was only drinking one cup of coffee per day. Gotcha. Um, and I try not to have three. Like I'll only ever drink two cups of coffee in a day. That's pretty good. Cause other than that, it gets like, like it starts to get a little weird. I might have like would... one source of caffeine, but I also don't drink like cold brews all the time because I am because of drinking hot coffee for such a long time. I just love hot coffee. Yeah. Like hot coffee is like my, like my, like waking, like that's like, an, like I need that to wake up. Yeah. It's a part of my morning ritual, like brewing mm-hmm. my coffee and like, you know. having a quiet moment sipping it although I drink my coffee so slow now I have to like reheat it multiple times really (laughs) yeah like I don't know why but I'll like make a cup of coffee and then just like not drink it for 20 minutes I honestly cannot relate to that at all (laughs) well it's hot so you can't drink it like you can't drink it like right away yeah you have to like sip it you have to like yeah and then I don't know I think it's just like I because I've had such a long relationship with coffee at this point in my life, <laughs> I I just have like a like just a comfort thing for me. Like I yeah. just like having it around. Um, and so, so yeah, sweet. so I drank, um, I drank a lot of hot coffee in my youth. Um, mm. And so I was not into, I was not into iced coffee that much. I did have like a little Frappuccino era, but not like I was getting them like super frequently, just like I had one occasionally. Yeah. And I do enjoy a frozen coffee, but I don't like that Starbucks doesn't offer like other frozen coffees than just like Frappuccinos because it's like, if I drink a Frappuccino, like I think I'm going to die because of like, you know, Mm -hmm. everything. (laughs) Well, there is the coffee Frappuccino, which is basically just coffee and ice. I swear. Yeah. Yeah. I do enjoy a frozen coffee every now and again. Um, Mm -hmm. But so frozen coffee was kind of like the first thing I got into with like that. And then, mm. um, which is just kind of like, by that, I mean, it's like the co- the ice is like blended in. So it's kind of like a coffee slushy. Yeah. Um, and then iced coffee, I wasn't super into, but like cold brew came on my radar. I would say around the same time, kind of 2018, because I'm like a junior in high school by then. Mm-hmm. I remember my friend, like my friend Annie, I wanted to say tweeted about it and like said something about like how Wawa cold brew was like electricity or something like putting Wawa cold brew in my car yeah. to like run it or something. <laughs> like, like, exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. And so I've always had that understanding that cold brew is like, although it kind of, de- based on my research, which we'll get into a little bit later, but like, it kind of depends on whether it's more caffeinated or not. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, but I didn't try, when was, when was the first time I've tried cold brew have been? Maybe in high school, but I definitely got more into like iced coffee and cold brew during my college experience. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, something else I think is very interesting that I was reading about because it was like, because now I would say, especially with people our age iced coffee is more popular yeah like iced coffee drinks like as an under umbrella so cold brew and iced coffee are kind of included in that Mm -hmm. um I would say they're more popular with people our age more broadly yeah I think so too like I think I'm the only person I know who like am like I prefer hot coffee yeah and I think it's probably because you you know have nostalgia attached to it yeah consume it so young yeah yeah you're like horrified (laughs) it's just I it like oh my god if I would see you at that age bringing your coffee around if I saw little tiny you with huge hot Wawa coffee I'd freak out I'd freak out dude oh do you remember the old Wawa coffee cups like the brown yes 
because now they're red but like oh they used to be like brown and like and they oh. used to be a really nice texture right on the outside mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah very nice i still love wawa coffee the aftertaste is actually like horrible but like okay. <laughs> i like a wawa french vanilla coffee oof. like you i was gonna say what's your favorite like do you get like a flavoring in all your coffee or like a certain milk always you prefer I, I kind of switch around. I don't, I, I'm not, luckily I'm not a lactose intolerant girly. I mean, not sure. more so than like the regular person. Cause we're all kind of lactose intolerant. Cause that's not our milk to be drinking. Exactly. Um, but anyway, milk, I don't, you know, I try to do like an oat, but sometimes it's like, if it's like an extra dollar, I'm like, oh, cause the taste thing. I also realize oat milk's more sustainable, but <laughs> Okay. Right. Taylor Swift's taking private jet sprees <laughs> but to I, Target. <laughs> but I can't drink an <laughs> almond milk. But I can't or... drink a, a cow's milk. Okay, okay. Anyway. I get it. Yeah. Um, but vanilla is definitely like a tried and true. Mm-hmm. I also love um caramel. Ah. And ah. I do like my drink I order probably most now is like a mocha. Ooh very nice I like are you a mo- fan of the peppermint mocha at starby's the it's a little drink? like the peppermint's a little overpowering mm-hmm. sometimes but yeah i tried i remember when the star i remember like this year was like the first year that like the holiday drinks like dropped at starbucks and we were like oh, i think it's because we like i would get up so early for work and we would mm-hmm. go to starbucks and it would be like a, "Ooh, what holiday drink were you trying to diet some of them were rancid yeah now the fact that doesn't work there, some of them were not good. <laughs> like I w- wouldn't accept it if you told me earlier. <laughs> that was gross. Look, no, I try it not wasn't. to criticize. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, yeah. But yeah, I do. I do enjoy a mocha. I think a mocha is kind of like a safe thing if you are, yeah. you know, if you're trying to Especially test the waters. Yeah. yeah, if you're trying to test the waters. Um, do you? I will say. You're like a black coffee drinker. I love a black coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do enjoy soy milk, mm-hmm. um, but I'm definitely not a latte girl. Like uh-huh. I just need, I need more coffee and yeah. Um, I will say that when I was working at Starbucks, there was a point to where it was the days where I was like getting up to open mm-hmm. at 5 a.m. and then had rehearsal till 10 p.m., which yeah, is too much. This got dark. Yeah, this, time, <laughs> this got, got dark. This got real bad. Mm-hmm. I was drinking like two venti cold brews during my shift mm-hmm. and then like. Which two... they don't even sell to the public. Like you can't order. <laughs> oh, oh, venti, venti nitros you cannot. Mm. Yeah, no, it's too much legally it's too much caffeine to sell to a person so i would have multiple of those and then also (laughs) like a trenta like another trenta cold brew to go and it's like and my heart was still normal and i was like i think something's so wrong with me (laughs) no it's like Like, that's crazy me about to be in my chemist era but like caffeine (laughs) is like any other drug and that eventually your body like builds up a builds up like a resistance to it and so like that's why when I don't drink a coffee in the morning my head starts to really fucking hurt yeah Yeah. and also caffeine withdrawal headaches they're the worst because you can't get rid of them I know you can't get like you can't take ibuprofen and just get rid of them they just just, like have it for the day and then you go to bed yeah exactly but also I did learn in my neuroscience drugs and behavior class that I took in college that um caffeine withdrawal you can be addicted for years and years and years and still uh withdrawal will only last like two days whereas really like with yeah so you can fix a caffeine addiction within two days no matter what symptoms only last then the rest is like placebo I did not even know that yeah, I read that on the board and I was like, oh. almost like I watched a documentary. But <laughs> yeah, you wait just a told minute. me in like one sentence. Oh my God. A real that's life documentary. Crazy. Real life documentary going on. <laughs> what right. would you call a documentary in real life? <laughs> just living? A moment. Class. <laughs> <laughs> Class. Um, oh my God. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. Okay, so I can drink how much coffee? How? Oh. Oh. Eat it. 
however much coffee I want and never have to worry about actually like mess. Also, you have to drink like 500 cups of a standard cup of coffee to die from caffeine. Yeah. Also like brewed, like brewed coffee, like the hot, like the kind of like hot coffee I drink. um, Yeah. It's not even that much. Like it's not that much caffeine at the end of the day. It's really not. Getting into like the cold brews and stuff. It's a little more. Yeah. And then obviously the nitro is, you know, can be dangerous. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, do you have anything else to comment for the background of coffee or, or I guess cold brew, but maybe just coffee, you know. In our experience with it, I think I'm good for now. I think I've said my piece. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Then Becca and I are going to throw to a small little break. And then we will be back to get into the next part of a deep dive. See ya. Guys, I'm scared. <gasps> oh. My gosh. <laughs> and we're back. Guys, that was crazy. All right. Welcome back. So, as Quinn and I have just discussed our personal experience with cold brew, this is the section where we are stepping out of our comfort zone, trying mm-hmm. to learn things. Yes. <laughs> area yet again. It's crazy. So, we've sort of looked into a little bit about the history of cold brew. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we need to mention sources because it's the internet. You can just Google cold brew yourself and <laughs> what we saw. Literally. Um, Something that we, me and Quinn both found so interesting is that mm-hmm. actually cold brew was first, I guess, recorded as a, as a thing mm-hmm. in Kyoto. Kyoto. So all my farbs, please check in, put on your skeleton suits <laughs> and start to jump up and down. Farbs tap in. It's the official drink. It's the official drink. <laughs> it's the official drink. No, literally what could be more gay? What Literally, could be more girl. gay? <laughs> um. <laughs> who, who is she? Wait, what? It, what was I imitating though? I don't even know. Like Wendy it's, Williams. I think it's, oh, like, I was Wendy say Williams. Maybe Seinfeld. She was, like, MCing like a ball. <laughs> like. I think it was actually a Seinfeld thing. Okay. Can well, I yeah. Can I? Be, yeah. Can I be wearing? Well, it's also Friends, right? It is. Oh, is it? Chandler Bing. I don't know. Could you be? Uh, uh probably every comedian ever in the '90s or 2000s. And Wendy yeah. Williams. Yeah, she is on that list. <laughs> um. <laughs> anywho. Um. <laughs> okay. But so, yeah, it did start in Kyoto mm-hmm. in the 1600s. I have here that it was because um, Dutch trading ships would come in and they didn't want to, like, carry around or transport, like, the fire associated with brewing a coffee. Yeah. The heat. So they mm-hmm. were like, oh, let us just drip drop this mm-hmm. and or cold steep it to make a beverage, mm-hmm. a little bevy. Yeah. Is that sort of what you found as well, Quinn? Yes, that is what I found. And I I did also some research into coffee kind of more generally. Okay. And coffee wasn't a thing until like the 15th century. Isn't that kind of crazy? I know. Like it's a long time ago, but like much more recent than I would have thought. Yeah. It started in like modern day Yemen around that area. That those are the first people who like we know of who drank coffee. And people think they got the beans from trading with Ethiopia um, because coffee is grown in like tropical regions. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, that's where like Arabica comes from. Um, Mm -hmm. And so coffee belt. Yeah. And then like it was but like like Shakespeare, like if you think of all the historical figures who didn't drink coffee, like Shakespeare wrote all those plays without coffee. What? Hmm. Wow. Julius Caesar like ruled over like half the damn world without coffee. Without coffee. What do you mean? <laughs> Jesus never <laughs> tried coffee? Jesus never. How? <laughs> and if I know a gay person. <laughs> <laughs> if I know a proud bisexual, that's Jesus. <laughs> Jesus True. following. Where does Jesus fall in Becca's bisexual rankings? <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Definitely not as good as Nick Nelson. I can see that right (laughs) now. I can see that. (laughs) I know that. I know that. I know that. I know that to be true. (laughs) Um, but yeah, and then so so if if it's in 1600s in like Japan, cold brew, you know, didn't come too long after. But I like that the association is probably also with people. A lot of sailors and people on ships Mm -hmm. were definitely drinking this. Yeah, and that's a little sexy to me. (laughs) Nautical. You know why? Hello, huh. deck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, below deck, they love their espresso martinis. They do. Everybody on below deck orders an espresso martini. Exactly. So they just they get it. Coffee and chips, and it's just all makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um. And then what was the next thing in history? All right. All right. Well, <laughs> it was, it's, it's kind of interesting because cold brew. And then I also looked up like iced coffee. And so, yeah. I forget what so I read about that. Thing but... in the, that was more like the 1800s, the iced coffee yeah. with lemon. That yeah. became a really big thing. Oh, yeah. It was, there was a special drink that I like want to try now. But, um, yeah, so people kind of started to develop their own kind of like iced coffee as well. So, you know, people were like, from the beginning, people have been critiquing, you know, one thing about coffee, it can be a little hot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> sometimes it's hot outside and you don't want to drink a drink that is burning know, you, exacerbates yeah. that, especially yeah. if you're on the Arab Peninsula. I understand it gets kind of hot there sometimes. Yeah. If you are in a newly industrialized city, where you're probably sweating it's very hot because there's no mm-hmm. air conditioning and you know you're in the factory and stuff um yeah. and shouts so, out shouts sh- out shout out to our girls <laughs> we love y'all our factory workers in the industrialization period <laughs> you tried so hard you tried so you hard tried so hard you they were really getting you in the early stages of capitalism you were a capitalist guinea pig yeah becca and um, i at least have like theory to understand our place <laughs> and all y'all didn't have all that yeah you went in blind sorry <laughs> sorry god um <laughs> thank you though <laughs> so yeah but then i was kind of like so cold brew obviously exists and stuff but it doesn't become kind of sorry, I'm, oh i'm literally crying laughing because <laughs> I, I just said thank you to the trying away shirt girls like girl like like okay anyway oh i wish that i could have given them cold brew maybe then they wouldn't have burned up (laughs) oh Oh, girls i'm so sorry girls okay here i found it it's yeah (laughs) it's mazergan mazergan is the iced coffee made with lemon yeah so that is combat the desert heat Yes. I guess yeah. it's very refreshing. And so that kind of pops up in a bunch of different places. And now it's like a special drink you can order in a lot of different like places. I've never heard of it in the States, but apparently like Portugal, Algeria, it's kind of like a bigger drink and stuff they like do. that. Some places serve it with like rum now. Oh, word. Yeah. Okay. That'll get very you going, nice. babe. I mean, it sounds good. Yeah, it does sound kind of good. good. I want to yeah. try it. Yeah. Um, oh wait, iced coffee with lemon though. I do, coffee and lemons are like two of my favorite things, famously. But exactly. I was just gonna say I love lemon water and I love iced coffee. Two of them coming together, I'm like that scares me a little bit. But you definitely know. gonna be crazy. But if you yeah. can do it, wow. So then I was like, because I don't know when something comes out of like the blue, I'm very much like skeptical. Because like when cold yeah. brew like comes out swinging in the way she did. Because, mm-hmm. and maybe it's just because I live, like, maybe it's just because I was, like, a kid in suburbia or whatever. But, like, I just didn't know about cold brew. And then in 2018, it felt like everybody was talking about cold brew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of it. A sudden. Um, yeah. But it's been, like, at least a thing in, like, America since, like, the early 2000s. So, like, people, like, cool metropolitans have been drinking cold brew for, like, a long time now. But then, of course, it gets really popular once it kind of starts to get picked up by, like, Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. And then, so our 
like period our period that we identified cold brew there is something to that because i found the thing of in 2017 cold brew production grew by 370 percent and that's crazy and wait i saw something that was like it will continue it will grow at a compound annual growth rate of 21 point 25.1% from 2019 to 2025. Yeah. Like the market. Mm -hmm. So that's very crazy. Yeah. It has taken over the world. Yeah. And something that Becca noted in our little notes that we make for the episodes is that part of the reason she thinks it's so popular is because it is so accessible. Yeah. Because you can just make it at home. And I know so many Mm -hmm. people now who have like specific like, um, pitchers that are made for it that like mm-hmm. it makes it really easy to steep but like it's so easy to take coffee grounds and put them also in just like any bag and then put it in a glass of water and make mm-hmm. a cold brew coffee like that's so easy you yeah. don't need any machines or anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah which I also didn't know I was like well now we can talk a little bit about how like cold brew is actually made so yeah if you can believe it or not because I didn't really figure this out before or I guess I just didn't think about it but like it's just coffee that is brewed at like room temperature or colder yeah pretty self-explanatory but because of that it's brewed for it takes a much longer time to brew than like regular coffee yes it does but hot coffee I should say yes it does Mm -hmm. I know that at Starbucks we had a drip system mm-hmm. and they were on a 24 hour time period. Mm-hmm. So it took 24 hours to get one keg that we then um, cut with water and then put mm-hmm. in the keg system. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And then like- that's why like you can go to places and they can be out of cold brew. Yeah. And, and it's like an actual thing. More. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Versus like hot coffee, which you can just kind of keep making as long as you have, you know, the beans and the grounds and stuff like that. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, that's really interesting as well. Um, and also the thing about, I feel like it's a little bit of like an urban legend that like all cold brew has more caffeine than like regular, or is it? Cause now I'm starting to get a little confused, but basically it's just a thing of like, beans to water ratio so generally cold brews do have more caffeine mm-hmm. but you can cut it down yeah most you can places dilute keep, it. yeah you can dilute it as much as you want i guess especially when you make it on on your own mm-hmm. um but like at an establishment it probably is going to have more caffeine than like a hot cup of coffee mm-hmm. yeah yeah And then we have the world of nitro cold brew. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. That's, Uh that's definitely newer. Um, but they basically infuse nitrogen in cold brew Mm -hmm. and like, you know, it creates a little foamy top. It's so good. That you would normally only get with like milk, but Mm -hmm. you don't have to add milk to it. Yeah. And one thing about nitro, though, mm-hmm. I was a big fan of nitro shots because it's the perfect amount of a nitro because you can't let it sit. It gets really weird. So you have to dr- have like enough that you can just drink right like away. Like people so- over six, four. It gets really weird. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like my biggest nightmare is a six, four person drinking a large <laughs> nitro cold brew. Um but yeah, like a shot of nitro is so good. So smooth. Mm. Goes down like freaking butter, dude. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's just so delicious. Yeah, yeah. this made me, uh, doing my research on this, I've never had just like a black cold brew, I don't think. Oh. And I'm like, I feel like that's something I should experiment with because mm-hmm. apparently cold brews are less bitter than, yes. than hot coffee. Yeah, that's also why I do prefer cold brew over an iced coffee mm-hmm. is because iced coffee is actually more bitter even than regular coffee. Yeah, because if you let it cool, it gets something yeah. in the chemical balance the acidity gets messed just, up. Yeah, yeah the acidity gets, goes up. Yeah. And cold brew is less, well, that's obviously why it's less bitter, Quinn, um, but <laughs> it's less acidic <laughs> than, yeah. you know. 
It's um, way smoother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also because of that, and I wrote this down, it's like cold brew is like such a good if you even if you aren't really a coffee person mm-hmm. and you want something still, I feel like cold brew is better than iced coffee to go with. And you can mm-hmm. just add more of the milk or whatever you want. Yeah. Like people that don't like coffee still can get like a pumpkin cream cold brew and really like it. Which, Ooh. by the way, those are so good. Transcendent, actually. I used to make that with the almond milk foam. Bro. <laughs> you said next level, actually. Crazy. No. And I think I think more than cold brew, I'm really enthused by cold foam. Cold foam is really or good. sweet foam. <laughs> cold foam. No, cold foam itself is a thing, and that, yeah. which is made mm-hmm. the regular cold foam at Starbucks is made with non-fat, uh-huh. and then the sweet vanilla cream foam is like our sweet cream or whatever. But um, yeah, that is like such a good. Yeah, that's sweet such vanilla. A cream. good treat. Yeah, and a treat you, on your treat, and you can like watch it. You can like it's like an activity too because you take it and it's like separate it, and then you go. Yeah, and it all just like combines and makes this lovely, deep or you know lighter oh, brown. Oh, you mix it in right away. Yeah, I do. I like to do that. Okay. Okay. But now I'm like rethinking my whole relationship to like cold brew because of the research of this. Yeah. So what do you you think that you want to try like, just black? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I support that. Because yeah. I've always wanted to be like one of those people that like just drinks black coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think coffee, and this is something else that I think has really contributed to the rise in popularity of like iced coffee and cold brew. I feel like iced coffee has been aestheticized in a way. Yeah, especially sure. by people our age. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, so that's why like I think people our age drink a lot of iced coffee because it's like cool. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. if you want to be like Emma Chamberlain, drink an iced coffee. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Iced oat milk lattes? Is that what she made famous, basically? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, Emma Chamberlain vlogs back in the day, like, when she used to, like, not be, like, super famous, used to literally just be, like, her going co- get and getting coffee. Yeah, and that was it. And that was all she did. And that was what she did. And she just and ended it funny. And people were like, yeah. oh, my God. She's um, hilarious. She's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but... Oh, shoot, I was going to say something. Uh, 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 oh, my God, I forget. But it was going to be, it was, keep Found, talking. Found, excellent. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah. <laughs> so the future of cold brew, the future of cold brew, I mean, she's only oh, yeah. going up. She's only going mm-hmm. up from here. She's only going to yeah. increase her profile. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Big things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not remember. <laughs> That's so tough. <laughs> I know. Dang it. Wait, what did you talk about before Emma? Before Emma, the aestheticization yeah. of iced coffee. Oh, I was going to say. Cold foam. The hottest people always ordered a black cold brew. Really? Like No, the hottest hot people, people drink black coffee. Exactly. Hot so people I drink think... black coffee. And that's yeah. something I need to step into as a hot person, my drinking black. I I, I know what's inside exactly. of me. Yeah. As Julia Cameron has it. taught me, as Julia Cameron has taught me, everything I need is inside of me already. Yes. And I just need to unlock it. Unleash it, really. And that's also what the Charlie XCX song is truly about. Got the key. Can you, Can unlock, you unlock it? it? Unlock it, lock it, lock and she it, was, lock it. And she was brave for saying that. Um, yeah, she was. And she exactly. probably ordered a black cold brew right after that. Literally. Writing oh my God. Does Charlie XCX drink cold brew? I'm sure. <sighs> we need like celebrity coffee orders. <gasps> no. Well, remember when um the Starbucks latte, like Taylor's version was a thing? Yeah. And I was a little horrified. Wasn't it just a latte with caramel? Yeah. With non-fat milk. <laughs> you have like strong milk preferences. Yeah, I do. Mm. I do think that um, if you order and especially an iced coffee with regular cream, I do want to punch you. <laughs> it's nothing like it's nothing like I think you're a bad person, but it just really makes you just like want to go like really fast. 
<laughs> Doof. South um, I just don't like it. <laughs> exactly. That's so interesting. I, I truly yeah. don't. I don't recognize much of a diff. I don't. I don't know enough of like a difference to actually like. Understand. I just think also like at this point, like plant-based milks are so good. Why oh, why yeah. would you get a dairy milk? Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that's like that's just crazy. I cannot imagine being being that way. People who but... like drink milk, like people who like will pour themselves a glass of like cow's milk, that's sadistic to me a little bit. It's honestly insane. <laughs> yeah, like, I they should be on watch oh lists, I think. I haven't drinking just milk in probably five plus years. Yeah, I haven't. I probably haven't either. It's gnarly. Is it more or less disconcerting than people drinking like a plant-based milk, like alone? That's fine. Plant-based milk is fine. And like drinking Especially, like goat milk, that would be weird, I feel. Spe- I'm sure some imagine, people do it. Imagine like drinking oat milk with like an oreo cookie that's okay i've never tried that yeah i think it's good Mm -hmm. did you ever watch unwell on netflix no it was this docu-series where they did a it was like an anthology where they did different health fads and one of them was breast milk because it became like a thing for people to drink breast milk, especially like bodybuilders, because they were like, oh, adults. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. There was like a whole cottage industry of adult men buying breast milk from lactating women off like Facebook marketplace and Etsy. Um, Etsy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a place for artisans. It's a place for artisans. What can I say? Um, Creatives. And creative so, people. Creatives. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. And they were basically like, they would just go into the thing and be like, okay, well, and breast milk is wild. <laughs> breast milk is wild, actually. No, because your mother okay. or whoever gave birth to you <laughs> produces breast milk like specifically for you. Oh. Like it has everything you need, like specifically you. Like it has a like your mom, like or whoever gave birth to you makes a special recipe just for you, basically. And so like that like is so you, nice. No, literally, like, but like if you like there could be something like like if like <laughs> like if Becca's mom were to give me like her breast milk as a baby, like there might have been something in it that like wasn't good for me. Yeah. And like dang, that makes the Grapes of Wrath ending really bad now. I've never read the Grapes of Wrath. Depression era, basically. This girl, she Spoilers loses her baby. <laughs> yeah. For a, <laughs> for a for book. A century old Hundred book. year old book. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you <laughs> pause now, read that seven hundred pages. Pause now, add to your goodreads, do whatever you need to do. Yeah, get it done. Literally. Um basically depression era a homeless man has to suck on some titty to get some nutrients but i guess they weren't meant for him we never find out we never find out what happened but yeah wow oh wow yeah you're not supposed to do that apparently all right yeah so (laughs) don't drink breast milk um because it's not for you yeah much like cow's milk isn't, but cow's milk is so pasteurized. It's also a big issue because like, obviously like breast milk isn't like, oh my God. And then like whole families would be eating the breast milk. Like mom would like produce breast milk and they would like store it. And they were like, they were like using it to make like scrambled eggs. Like they were like beating it into scrambled eggs, Ugh. like breast milk. And like her That's husband so was like gross. eating her breast milk, which I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it all. I don't know. How I, feel. I was a little bit disconcerted by it. That's crazy. You yeah. know, also human breast milk has less protein in it um, than rats' breast milk, mm-hmm. which it allude, alludes to the fact that humans need less protein than a rat does. A baby rat, at least. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's crazy. Is it like per, is it like per, it must be like per capita. It's like relative. Yeah. It's like relative for the amount of mm-hmm. they produce. So yeah. yeah, very interesting. What does a rat need for its macros? <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of fucking built. For <laughs> them to w- be able to be like, nope, they can lift <laughs> themselves up. <laughs> A run up a wall. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Okay. <laughs> I, I got scared. Ah, ew. Okay. Oh my god. <sighs> okay. Well, I believe we've now <laughs> we've given we you all it. a good history um, of cold brew, mm. and so we're gonna take another quick little break, and then we will be back to wrap up our little discussion. we're back welcome back so usually on one of our you know regular episodes we would do a jump scare of the week and a man pixie moment of the week however because we kind of do these ones a little asynchronously to be completely honest with you guys um Mm -hmm. we're not you know going through what we're going to be going through when you hear this at the time and so becca and i are going to to challenge ourselves to go in the annals of our memories and think about maybe some scary moments we've had with cold brew um you know Mm. moments that left us kind of afraid um moments that left us yeah exactly and so becca do you have any jump scares when it comes to cold brew or also i think it could be interesting to talk about maybe like some like because you obviously have milk stuff as we talked about in the last um segment so like are there any like faux pas that you would say come with cold brew anything that like if you got served cold brew with you'd be like oh interesting I think yeah well yeah cold brew with any regular milk is unacceptable Mm -hmm. to me okay um I will say when I was working at Starbucks Mm. one time I dropped a Trenta cold brew over the counter and it had a lot of cream on top of it. And it flooded the whole store. And it happened twice in a row. I, and so I by then I remember you telling me about this actually. Because I was learning, I was working, like I was trying to get it right. And <sighs> the Trentas are too big to fit under there. So you have to like take them out from under uh, the keg like you have to shove the nozzle uh, in the cup so then when you go to grab it it catches and it obviously flies everywhere and the second time i did it a man went ma'am <laughs> ma'am ma'am i was like oh dang it ma'am, what are you doing what are you doing with that coffee what are you doing you know ma'am, you're wasting money <laughs> ma'am that coffee is supposed to go in someone's hand on the counter <laughs> is she gonna get a coupon <laughs> for her spilled coffee anyway but yeah it's humiliating because also like i i didn't know where the mop was so i have to grab like rags dry rags (laughs) and like slowly just soak it up and be like sorry guys sorry sorry Sorry. i'm so Mm -hmm. stupid i'm so sorry sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um so that is scary scary for me Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I'm just going to throw that question right back to you. (laughs) One of my bigger jump scares when it came to cold brew is, Mm -hmm. so I worked on a show called Why We Have a Body in college. And so Becca and I, we were both theater majors. And as a part of our theater major, we had to literally have, we had this indentured servitude program with the theater department, basically, where they made us (laughs) work on productions which isn't like it's not unorthodox or anything like it's something a lot of universities do but it is truly crazy when like you think about the fact that they are class credits which means that you do pay to do them like as part of your tuition which means you are paying the theater department to work for them 40 plus hours yes yeah and it's 40 hours over a semester so many if hours. not more than that if not more than that i was like well over that for mine yeah i well, got like 80 the one time yeah but yeah so one day 
Becca and I's friend named Derg, um, legally. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He will do this thing where he just buys things for people. Um, One time it was mozzarella sticks. uh, And then one time it was. He's never bought me anything. Well. I don't know him that well, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Fine. (laughs) Me and my, me and my Dergy Poo were, you know, besties. But. Um, so we, (laughs) so we, um, we, um, we were at like a tech rehearsal. We were like in the theater for a long day and he was like, he was like assistant to the operations manager for one semester. So basically there was an operations manager who ran like all of our different theater spaces and he worked like directly under her for a semester. And so he offered, he was coming in and he was like, oh, do you guys want anything for coffee? And so I got, uh, I just got like a regular vanilla sweet cream cold brew, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, like a grande I usually get and for whatever reason I drank it and my body like like I felt wired after it really the grande did you in yes I I don't know what it was I don't know what it was about that day but like well, what time I, of day was it it was dark in the theater all day <laughs> I have no way of knowing it was like maybe middle like maybe like one o'clock Oh, okay. Maybe like one o'clock, two o'clock. But like, r- like right away, I was like, I was yeah. like, literally like, I could see oh. sounds. Like the I was coffee like, tweak is fully just a terrible No, and I don't get it so. that often, but sometimes, sometimes it's just like crazy. Cause I'm not somebody who like, like, I don't feel like a difference in my energy when I like drink coffee, really. Uh-huh. Like after I have a cup of coffee, I'm not like, oh, but sometimes it really just hits you. Mm-hmm. And I felt like wired, like my stomach didn't feel right. I'm not one of those girls who's like, oh, coffee upset my tummy. Like I'm yeah. not one of those girls usually, but like my stomach was like feeling weird. I was like, what is this feeling so sudden and new? Mm-hmm. Were you shaking? A little bit. Yeah. So, okay. A coffee tweak times like four is actually what a low blood sugar feels like. Really? like a Times super four? intense yeah that's scary actually yeah it do- doesn't feel good your tummy hurts and you're like and you feel you're very like, weak <laughs> what can i do yeah. um yeah because i fully had been so caffeinated that i thought i was having low blood sugar and like <laughs> ran over to my pump and then it was just i was like oh and miss tiffany was like no girl that's you <laughs> no turn it back on yourself also update i <laughs> yeah. actually have chloe now oh yeah tiffany. chloe I yeah was yeah, like, yeah and tiffany okay i had told you she, she had died actually yeah she had died actually she had did died. she actually die did she stop beeping ever she did well technically i had to kill her i had to let her die so sorry to <laughs> took a hammer and said <laughs> doof but <Oof>. yeah <laughs> um love her though yeah, yeah. but that's um and then any faux pas when it comes to cold brew I don't know I don't know my faux pas for like coffee Mm -hmm. is just like if you're around me don't disrespect hot coffee to me please no yeah like don't be like a full like cold coffee supremacist like we all have like our opinions and our ideals and sometimes I just feel it's like it's okay. outcast by it's okay. being a hot coffee girl in a cold coffee world. And sometimes okay. I just want to drink a drink that's like 100 degrees when it is yeah. 85 degrees outside. Yeah. And I should be allowed Thank to do that. You. <sighs> yeah. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. so brave. Yeah. And to all you fucking haters, <laughs> let Quinn drink something piping hot. Literally. Literally. they want. Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah okay and so becca do you have any like particularly good memories associated with like a cold brew any you know favorite kind of accoutrements to add into your cold brew or yes Mm -hmm. well um i love soy milk in my cold brew Mm -hmm. and every birthday i go to starbucks and get my rewards Mm -hmm. and i do indulge in a trenta on my birthday so yeah it's yeah it's a lot of coffee in Mm -hmm. a trenta yeah 
I don't recommend the average person. I think I do judge you a little bit if you get a Trenta on your daily coffee. Um, but again, I have been there, so I can't I can't judge you too hard. You consistently drinking like more than a Trenta. <laughs> Just multiple of that. I know. It's a, <laughs> I mean, okay. like, I think it's kind of weird if people do the same. <laughs> it just looks so stupid in that big cup. And that's also why I don't go to Duncan. It's because their cup is so stupid looking. Yeah, Duncan, you like fully are just like. If you order anything crazy. over a medium, it's like this is this looks like so much, actually. Yeah, and it's like it is, but mm-hmm. it's rude to like be so upfront about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I think just like having that as a little birthday treat for free is always really nice. And I love that ritual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any really strong moments with cold brew that you look fondly on? I, yeah, I think, well, just kind of coffee more generally. I don't know if you feel this way, but I, I aestheticize coffee. We talked about the aesthetics of coffee a little bit in the last segment. Mm -hmm. I definitely view like a coffee cup as like an accessory. Yes. And I think people need to talk about that more. That's so like true. having a cup of coffee in your hand or like nearby looks so cute yeah like it's it's like the perfect little like you know like you're like walking like this and you just have like you're holding your coffee or you're like you know just walking down the street taking little sips that photo of jonah hill dropping his cold brew is like my favorite photo on this Great. planet oh my god i have to it's literally it's just someone a paparazzi took a photo of him (laughs) absolutely mid-drop oh my god Uh, moments taken before tragedy it's so funny and i just love it because and the the caption when i first i'm gonna put it in the screen oh Uh you can't see you can't really tell but he's dropping it it's right there and he's dropping it but um the caption was like, oh, no, he doesn't even know. <laughs> he's like not aware yet that he just his coffee just fell. <laughs> no, it's like uh, modern day tragedy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Crazy. Yeah. Jonah, I hope you made it through that. Uh, I think he did. But still, it's tough. Yeah. It's humiliating a little bit. Yeah. Well, he has money to buy more coffees, I believe. So he'll be fine. I think he's good. <laughs> I think he's probably good. Um. And so, yeah, I guess that's kind of the end of our first little deep dive. Wow, this was so fun. Yeah, so it's fun because you guys all know what's coming next. Or maybe you don't, I don't know. (laughs) Like, (laughs) if we keep this little theme, our next episode... Gonna be crazy. Might get a little crazy. <laughs> also, I think it would be an interesting thing. I need to know. I need like a BuzzFeed listicle of like celebrity coffee orders. I need that too. I know that Ariana Grande gets um a black cold brew. Doja Cat gets like those unicorn frappuccinos, I think. Dear God. Have you seen did you ever see the thing about Dua Lipa? No. How apparently her favorite drink was there was a tiktok of like somebody who claimed to be her old assistant and she her favorite drink was it was either in it was a caramel macchiato from mcdonald's i'm not exactly sure the temperature of it whether it was like cold iced or frozen or something like that but it was a caramel like coffee from mcdonald's and it's like information it's like in their nda that they can't speak about it because like her drinking mcdonald's would not be in line with her brand i think he actually did hear about this but i wasn't sure if it was real or not you can never be too sure on tiktok or the internet especially now people just love to lie on the internet us having fully learned all this information about cold brew probably on the same website it seems like which was the first link (laughs) twitter.com twitter.com i i learned everything i learned today through twitter um and that's okay um but yeah. yeah so yeah and that is our first stainless deep dive Yay. so becca where can people keep up with you 
They can follow me on Instagram at Becca Hobart, Twitter, Beck's Gloss, and TikTok, where y'all going during World War III. Quinn, where can people keep up with you individually? They can find me at Quinn P. Murphy on both TikTok and Instagram. And then I am at Quinn P. Murphy underscore on Twitter. Um, And you can also find me not spilling coffee on myself because as much coffee as I've drank in my life, I don't have a lot of spilling horror stories, to be quite honest. Nice. More so than spilling coffee on myself, I've spilled it on things. Yes, many things. A mm-hmm. lot of things I own are stained with yeah. coffee. Mm-hmm. And it comes um, with territory. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, Becca, where can people keep up with the show? They can follow Manic Pixie Jump Scare on Instagram and TikTok mm-hmm. and also YouTube, where yeah. you can watch the podcast at length and also keep up with the exclusive content mm-hmm. that yeah. drops pretty regularly now. Yeah, lots of fun stuff going on on there. Much fun stuff. And then, yeah. of course, Pleak, pleak, pleak. Email in at manicpixiejumpscare at gmail.com. We yes. have some fun comments I think we'll read next time from yeah. some viewers. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, keep sending in anything you're thinking about. Yeah. And we'll also, since we're doing this new like stand list format, you all have access to the stand list. We have put it out on all of our channels. Um, yes. And so... If there's anything you want to talk about in regards to the stand list, send us an email about it. And, yeah. you know, we can integrate comment corner into these if we get them. Absolutely. Um, you guys didn't have warning for this one. So no, we'll forgive we you don't for that blame one. You. But yeah. like, I know y'all have thoughts on Miss Fox. Yes. I know y'all have fond memories of swimming in the ocean. <laughs> you may have never done the viewpoints, but you might want to. And like, we want to hear about that. And so exactly. write us in. <laughs> right, yeah. right to us right us in <laughs> right us true in. yeah <laughs> there's a there's a helpful graphic on the instagram that has the full mm-hmm. list written beautifully out, designed so by to, becca thank you you don't have to rewatch the episode every time you mm-hmm. know to remember the stand or you could it's, it's a very good episode of the podcast i mean yeah it's great content so one of our best whatever you say. need to do mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yes true <laughs> all right. I was like, all right. <laughs> all right. We're Quinn. And we're Becca. And thank, and thank you, you for listening. listening. Bye. Oh, 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 oh. Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.